damage various areas in the body mm-hmm. but functionally you can be 100 110% actually see our body is not dependent on only one structure that's the beauty of the body actually right so you can always compensate for that loss that loss is a loss once you break the disc it is broken mm-hmm. its capacity from 100% has come down to for example let's say 60% now it is very difficult to enhance the capacity of the disc because it's broken but you enhance your own capacity like you strengthen the muscles around the spine and then uh, you can improve the capacity of the body actually human body is a masterpiece crafted by nature over millions of years It is equipped with a remarkable and intricate system of muscles, joints and bones all designed to work in harmony for one fundamental purpose which is movement. But in our fast-paced, technology-driven world, it is no secret that our sedentary lifestyles have become the norm. Many of us spend hours each day sitting at desks, hunched over screens or commuting in vehicles that whisk us away with minimal effort on our part. we become prisoners of convenience and our bodies are paying the price but there's hope and it lies in understanding the marvel of our bodies and making intentional choices to regain our movement capacity which is exactly what today's episode is about welcome to episode 29 in this episode i speak with dr dm manoj who has over 22 years of experience as a physiotherapist in the field of musculoskeletal and sports injuries he is currently the founder and director at physioactive the wellness hub based out of gurgaon previously he headed the physiotherapy department at artemis he was also the physiotherapist of the indian women's hockey team for the 15th asian games he has also worked with the indian tennis association both men and women and the national martial arts team he has also won a ton of awards but i'm pretty sure this is already enough for us to know that he's a subject matter expert in this conversation we discussed why injuries happen what are the best ways to clear lactate post run what are ideal recovery protocols what are some of the habits we must stop immediately how can we protect our spine how to avoid injuries how to cross train how to alter our perceptions of pain and we briefly touched upon back pain as well as sciatica nerve pain it especially blew me away to learn how the spine actually absorbs nutrition there is just so much we don't know about our bodies so whether you're an athlete looking to optimize your performance or someone seeking relief from chronic pain or you're simply curious about how movement can transform your life this episode is for you now before we dive in i have one request please follow the podcast on spotify or wherever you're listening to this it's a zero cost way of supporting the production of this show and this labor of love and also please rate the podcast give it five stars if you haven't already and lastly i know all of us have friends siblings family members and relatives who will benefit from the information shared in this episode so please share it with them and so without further ado this is me and dr manoj in the find your ultra podcast episode 29 indulge away dr manoj welcome to the find your ultra podcast thank you thank you so much it is uh, so nice to be here this is a good setup i i quite like it uh, it's 
posh <laughs> <laughs> yeah see uh, we would want to give a, a good environment for the people who come here and mm. uh, definitely that is very very important mm. the look of it so okay. we really made an effort to create a, a beautiful environment for our uh patients to come here i'm, and, I'm uh, glad yes. i think you you you've succeeded in doing that thank you <laughs> <laughs> so um th- uh, it is the first time ever i am seeing uh, somebody called a physiotherapist okay in my entire life okay. so <laughs> so yeah looking forward to this conversation and that's for an interview which is a good news that but... <laughs> is yeah absolutely looking forward right. to the conversation yes there is uh, um with so uh, we we haven't met it's the first time we are meeting yes. but about the world of physiotherapy uh, i have been exposed to this world a little bit over the last few months and weeks but i've never consulted one like right. i said right? Right. right so there are so many questions that i have for you and also on behalf of my community so now that we're meeting for the first time you're meeting somebody who has been a long distance runner i uh, have been some a lot of my life overweight runner right uh, i lose weight gain weight all of that that you you think happens uh, but but i uh, have uh, uh, i've run 100 kilometers i've run 100 miles and i've also done a 200 kilometer race so i'm an ultra distance runner right so lo- long long distance is is my game so right. i i run long and slow right. uh, i do not compete or anything mm-hmm. it, and and especially and and the reason i have been uh, able to get away with a lot of uh, lack of uh, you know uh, lack of um, interventions outside of my sport mm-hmm. uh, the reason i have been able to get away with all of that i think mm-hmm. is primarily because i have just been running for the joy of running right. uh, had i been pushing myself too much or trying to be a little competitive right. and trying to uh, push for certain timings right. all of that is some stuff that i want to do but but to to do that uh, the right way right. is to get a whole ecosystem around you right. uh, around your sport yeah. uh, which is something i have not done now i however incorrect it is uh, i have managed to avoid injury or anything like that for good 10 15 10 12 years that i've been running right and there's a lot of uh, there's a large population out there that just believes in putting your shoes on and heading out the door coming back no matter how much you've run no stretching no strengthening no physio no massage no proteins no no <laughs> nutrition uh, you may be end your run at a bar or something so there's a large population that does that so i represent that population um, and 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 i believe uh, and they also need help like the, these are and i have respect for these guys i have a little bit of respect for myself too <laughs> so <laughs> i have respect for these guys who who do that we all need help right. uh, and now uh, as i'm getting a little older i'm cl- getting cl- closing in on 40 now next year i should be 40 years my life's focus has moved on from just doing this event to that event it has moved on to now health and longevity right. so i'm doing less and less stuff but i want to do it the right way uh, and and i now realize what an important part somebody like a physiotherapist or a or a physical therapist play might play in your in your lives which is why we are having this conversation today right so so super excited i have i want i'm i can't wait to learn about all these things that concern my body directly yeah. and the uh, audience my audience bulk of them right now are runners right um and triathletes right uh, and some household people as well right. and all these runners and triathletes 
also have people at home right, so, right. so they have mothers their sisters fathers and uh, elderly people yeah. everybody uh, and then they have brothers and sisters who work in corporates and these days youngsters uh, elderly everybody is suffering from either a back issue or a knee issue and all kinds of things right. so cannot wait to dive deeper into into all of this let me begin by asking you the uh, the most fundamental question which is what do you do and why does it matter right okay so if uh, today's uh, discussion was yeah. prevention of injuries mm-hmm. then the first point you told me i think that would be the most important point mm-hmm. which is run joyfully mm-hmm. run slowly yeah consistently i think you made the first point already <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad i've done something right yeah. right yeah that's the thing that's yeah. uh, one of the important basic things Mm. um but again uh, we all want to do it together um i'm here uh i come every day to work that's because getting someone out of the pain really motivates me from doing this work consistently mm. but apart from that if you want to say that what is your long term uh, focus or what is that apart from curing someone's pain what is that driving you I think looking at the bigger picture I'd say that uh, to build a healthy community mm-hmm. uh, is is what uh, is driving me mm-hmm. and that's what uh, has helped me to create a bigger team where we can help together as a team So what do you mean by bigger community what kind of community are we talking about right. You mean as in your neighborhood in your family uh, as you step outside you see all all the aunties you just met my mother right and everyone <laughs> all, all the aunties have a template yeah. uh, that they follow is umar tak kitna weight ho jayega unka right. uska right. the knee issue hoga fir back issue hoga yeah. all of that is a set template right. that oh, everybody goes through and suffers through and like you just mentioned my mother is just 59 right. and you i was you know it was a it was a moment when you mentioned you're just 59 yeah which just means i mean you probably have a good amount of life ahead of you yes, and life if, starts at 60 exactly <laughs> after and, your retirement yeah and if yeah. your quality of life is compromised so early yeah, just right. imagine how right. uh, uh, miserable or you know uh, or there's an opportunity to make that part of your life or like right. that phase of your life better right that's yeah. right see so when I, you say community what do you what do you mean see a uh, community i mean to say uh, one person at a time and slowly it comes into community first mm. of all uh you have to be keeping yourself fit and healthy if you'd want to work towards a larger goal mm-hmm. so uh, definitely i keep myself fit i work out regularly and i play sports that really keeps me both physically and mentally uh feel good factor mm-hmm. and uh, i think uh, that's what we'd want to uh spread that thing to the entire community one thing at a time for the mm-hmm. timing entire gurgaon up yeah. uh we can take it like that yeah. so it doesn't only include population who is at home or office goers mm-hmm. or players it is for the entire population everyone needs everyone. to be healthy and fit yeah and uh, uh, one way to keep yourself fit is definitely by moving around yeah mm-hmm. you would want to move as much as possible that's you designed to move yeah right and uh, movement we 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 are physio and uh, if you'd want to tell tell about physio physio is also called a movement give expert us a, give us a physiotherapy 101 like what is the what does the term include what is physiotherapy right okay Physi- physiotherapy you can split it into physical therapy mm-hmm. or uh, uh, th- oh, yeah uh, i think overseas overseas a lot of people refer to it as physical therapy right in india it's mm-hmm. called physiotherapy but uh, it is uh, it's, it's the same, same terminologies 
so it's it's a combination of therapy which we do by using physical modalities mm-hmm. for example we use heat cold uh some of the electrotherapy equipment which is like ultrasound they're all physical modalities there is no chemical involvement in here okay so uh, that is where you use physical modalities to treat someone mm. uh, with the help of uh, like i said electrotherapy hot and cold exercises mm. so to understand how the body is moving and why the body is not moving properly that's mm. your diagnosis okay. that's why physio is also called a uh, movement expert actually mm-hmm. so we analyze the movements how they are moving mm-hmm. and we see where the fault what is the reason there is a fault mm. and we correct them using physical modalities okay so uh, anyone who is see uh, you differentiate between living and non living thing by movement actually mm-hmm. a living thing moves actually that's why when you said everyone needs physiotherapy yeah anyone who is moving yeah. might need some help at any point of time mm. right because wh- 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 why do these um uh, incorrect ways of like wh- the the body is a beautiful machine right, right. it is designed yes. very well right. and That's it's right. it's remarkable yes. in its ability to adapt and do so many things right. but ye malfunction aata kahan se how right. does it happen good question actually mm. see you said body is a beautiful machine you said mm. any machine however good it might be needs some maintenance mm-hmm. can definitely see what do you what, what would you call the iphone as the best or would you call mercedes car as the best whatever the best the thing is they need some maintenance actually right and there is a way to use them also mm. right suppose uh, if you using an uh, uh um, ipad or uh, this thing there's a methodology to use it actually mm-hmm. uh, it comes uh, with the manual body does not come with the manual yes it doesn't come with the manual but mm-hmm. the thing is we have been designed such that we can understand and uh, we can feel how the body is responding to us and we can always communicate that this is why that's why it is very very important that you are aware of what you are doing actually mm-hmm. the awareness okay. where the machines they don't have self awareness actually but as humans we have self awareness right. which helps us understand what is the problem which we are facing mm-hmm. and we can mostly solve it by ourselves sometimes you need help also with right. an expert actually right. so when and when you say maintenance is required a uh, lot of people feel uh, that sleep yeah. is a form of maintenance yeah. like you you just there's there's downtime yes so yes, yeah right. so i think people uh, think and this was a part of my thinking also for a while right. that uh, downtime or just resting right. is actually recovery yes. which is also true to a large extent 100% but yeah but um, certain things require more so <clears throat> i mentioned i am a i'm a long distance runner so over the last uh, a year and a half i was doing a 5 km streak every day right. so i would run 5 km every day and right. 21 km a half marathon every weekend right so i would uh, yeah so that that was my routine for the uh, year and a half right i faced no no problems right. or whatever right uh, but i uh, so the that streak had to break on the 26th of june last year uh, mm. this year mm. like a couple of months ago mm-hmm. the streak broke because i started experiencing some pain in my lower back or or uh, uh, glutes right uh, and 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 it went down to the uh, thigh and i'll discuss that in detail with sure, you sure sure but but i had that pain and uh, that uh, forced me to break my streak mm, mm, uh, mm. now somebody who you, so i took a break didn't do anything for two months right 
I ran after two months, right? And the pain was still there, right? And so downtime does not clearly work no, for everything. No, no, not necessarily. Yeah. All downtime should not help you to mm. get uh, better. So I realized clearly there is something, uh, some intervention that's needed, right? And right. Some active recovery will have to happen, which will De- be an expert that definitely. Can. See, body is always changing. Mm. I'll call it as both. Uh, it's it's a metabolic activity, anabolism and catabolism. Mm-hmm. Body is breaking down continuously. Yeah. Body is forming continuously. Mm. right that's why you can feel new at when you're 65 70 also you can feel new yeah. if this process is happening well so process of uh, when there is a mismatch in this process when the breakdown is too much where your body is not able to build that's where you face issues actually okay. and this can be because of various reasons right Name uh, for example so imagine we are breaking this wall and we want to build a new one right mm. so if you break it too fast it'll be too messy actually right so, even if you're breaking a wall, you need to do it in a very, very methodological way, actually. For example, a runner uh, can't run. Uh, like you said, you rested for two months yeah. and you came back and started running, actually. Yeah. No, that would not be the best way. Mm-hmm. You know what? When you came back, you should have walked for at least two to three weeks. Mm. See, body can definitely uh, adapt, right? Uh, but you need to give it necessary time for it to adapt actually mm. the stress is the stimulus yeah. but if you give too much too soon a stress mm. it, it can't adapt so if you had walked for a, a two to three weeks followed by walk to jog and then you went to running mm. then you could have recovered back maybe maybe if yeah. you didn't have a bigger issue yeah. so uh, again uh, that's what happens with the body that if the breakdown and formation, if they match with each other, mm. then the body heals. Yeah. Uh, if you're abusing your body, obviously there is a mismatch. The breakdown is more. Yeah. If the nutrition is not good, mm. that means, yes, your breaking down is okay. But you, without a proper nutrition, you can't build well, actually. Mm. And uh, sleep, which yeah. is the best healer, actually. So you did good training. You had excellent nutrition with the help of nutritionist. But you're not sleeping well. Then mm. your body is not building up at, actually. Mm. So mismatch, if you say basics, a mismatch between this one mm-hmm. is the problem actually. Mm. So mismatch can happen because of various reasons. Yeah. For example, you had a meeting and you didn't sleep well. Yeah. You were stressful, you didn't sleep well. Uh, or uh, you had last night party, you didn't sleep well. Mm. But you went and trained the same next day. Mm. So, you didn't recover enough before you started retraining next day. Yeah. So, obviously, then uh, there is there the mismatch happens. Mm. Yeah. So, so uh, you know what? One important mm. point I want to make. Sure. What is the important reason for any injury? 80% of the injuries in any sports, mm-hmm. I'll take it to running here. Sure. Happens because of training errors. Mm. You don't train properly, mm. which is again the mismatch. Yeah. You're training too much. Yeah. Or you're training too less and then breaking it actually. Whatever mm. it is. This combination mismatch is the reason for 80% of the injuries. Yeah. Training errors. Mm. Yeah. 80%. Absolutely right. I think. Uh, and also with the, with training errors, especially a sport like uh, running. Yeah. It's a repetitive movement. And that yes. every smallest of errors right. compounds because you're repeating it every second. Like right. so many... Uh, whatever the cadence is 180 right. or whatever cadence you have right, right. Uh, you're repeating it every uh, every minute right and that compounds and leads to an injury whatever and maybe i think in my case also doctor i think 
uh, I got away with it for a long time. Mm. But eventually this happened. Now, yeah. there are two ways to look at this. Yes. One is, uh, I don't look at the, uh, um, I'm not looking at, I'm not, I'm not now looking all of that, uh, 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 you know, negatively. Right. I, I am looking at the opportunity. So, let's say as I, as I learn all of this now, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. I learn to, in, in addition to running, as I learn to strength train regularly, as I learn to stretch my body regularly and do some exercises related to my sports regularly, and as I look to shed the weight, uh, extra weight that I'm carrying, and that also brings its own issues. What an opportunity. <laughs> like yes, my running yes. could just be in the next level, right? Definitely. Isn't it? What Def- an opportunity. Definitely. So some people struggle with pain and, and injuries and all of that. Hmm. Even if you are not in that category yet, hmm. one, you might be. In some time, <laughs> it may be coming like it came with me at some yeah. point. Yeah. Two, even if that never arrives, even if you never get injured and all of that, you should still pay attention to all of these because there's a greater opportunity to for you to up your game. Right. Like you mentioned in the beginning, uh, or, or was it before rolling the uh, before we started rolling mm-hmm. that uh, performance enhancing performance yes. is also a part yes. of your work. Yes, that's right. Okay, so let me talk about injuries and go to the enhancing performance. Yeah. Injuries happen because of two reasons. Mm. Uh, for example, if I have to break a stick, mm. there's two ways I can break. Mm. Uh, I can just put a force and break it into two. That's one kind of injury where you're walking and you twisted your ankle. So that you injured, right? One time stress and injury. But the next most important thing which is called repetitive strain injury. Mm. Right. Suppose you, you want to cut a rope into two, take the rope and rub it against a stone. Yeah. And it'll, it'll, after some point of time, it reaches something called as a tipping point mm. after which the rope breaks actually. Mm. Human body behaves almost in the same way. And unfortunately, we have no signals. On, uh, there may be signals. Uh, there are signals. Not, not very uh, Awareness. We are too much yeah. into other things actually. Yeah, right. See, that's what you made it clear at the first point. If body is the only uh, mechanical part where it can make you aware of whether you're going to break or not. Mm. But are you uh, that aware person where you can recognize those symptoms most of the time we neglect actually because we we override those signals actually mm. that is our mind because you'd want to do this because you want to do this for some reason mm. otherwise if you are aware of what your body is saying i'm telling you that's the best way of healing it actually and understanding the problem and then that's where we come in to help we understand your body and see what it tells and we make you aware of what it is. Like I said, we want to build a healthy community. How do we do that? Mm. I follow a three-step process actually. Mm-hmm. Educate, enhance mm-hmm. and empower. Okay. So someone coming to me right, with a, any problem, right? first of all, I need to understand the problem. Mm. That means I need to talk to the person and see what his body says actually. Yeah. Then I'm going to do a series of tests to see whether they match. Mm. Now, what he said, that's what listening to, it, 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 listening is very, very important. So, what you said and what the body is showing, is it matching actually? Mm. Then with those things, I come to something called diagnosis. Mm-hmm. So, now once it's diagnosis, you know what the problem is. Then, once I know the problem, the first thing what I should do is educate you about this problem. Okay. Now, I told you, say, this is the problem. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Once you educated, because you are the person who is going to handle this problem, without educating you, mm. I can be only half successful. Mm. The second thing is enhance. Mm. You came with a problem, you can't handle it, that's why you came here. So, I'm going to enhance and prop- solve the problem for you. Yeah. 
once it is solved it can come back again so i i empower you with whatever the it could be an exercise it could be a regime change it could be a form change mm-hmm. it could be anything yeah and then i empower you so that you can do those things on your own and continue to maintain your fitness mm. as remarkable i think th- this is the only way to function uh, or deliver anything good in the world because i used to work in the design industry and i was a project manager okay. anybody would who would come to me with a design requirement this uh-huh. i would follow the doctor's process which is to first of all no matter what you're telling me right. i have to also ask you other questions to elicit a response that you may not be able to verbalize yes, at the moment yes, yes. so you, you get to know the person hmm. then you then then you see what is it that their business really needs mm-hmm. do an objective analysis of that right. and then you've come to me saying that you need this little brochure designed or right. whatever i would say sure we'll do this for you but your problem hmm. the objectives that you're trying to achieve hmm. are actually going to be achieved by these three four things hmm. as well hmm. this is what you need i can give you what you want right. but here's what you need right. and then we of course i mean in, in our case we couldn't empower people right. but <laughs> you can, <laughs> you can, you can uh, you can't that. empower people <laughs> <laughs> if so we, that's if we the, empower, the, empower people we'll the, go out of business the, 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 see that's but, what yeah mm-hmm. see here um yes very very important because um, mm. empowering is very very important here yeah because they should not feel stranded mm-hmm. because again that's why that is where my higher uh, this thing helps you're here to build a healthy community mm-hmm. that means if they are not empowered to do certain things mm. uh you can't create that you'll start you'll start working on the same person again and again mm. as much as possible you would want to empower them actually and 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 yeah I yes. mean that, that's a, I mean from uh, uh-huh. ethos work right. good working ethos point of view that's important yeah. like even, even certain f- 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 phys- uh, psychologists yes. would do that he said you can keep coming to me for therapy right. but i have to at some point intervene and to give you some tools that you can use and right. and stop paying me for all of these sessions you can't come repeatedly <laughs> to right. me yeah. right and that's mm-hmm. where the, the enhancement part comes actually mm-hmm. So uh, see uh, in, with physical therapy you don't have to be injured always to meet us mm-hmm. uh you can meet us to understand how your body is moving mm-hmm. we already discussed we are also called movement specialist and yeah. we analyze movement actually right so now that's where it comes how to prevent injuries mm-hmm. then we need to go a step further and we want to take care of that even the injury before the injury happens actually mm-hmm. that means we want to know what you're doing and how your body is moving whereas uh, uh, whereas uh, uh, is the load management good mm. all those things and one of the tool is called movement assessment okay where we bring in an athlete and uh, we do a series of tests for example a squat test a single leg drop test a lunge a push or a pull or a hinge we see how he is moving actually because the way he is moving here is mm. going to move the same way uh in the field also mm. so once we understand that uh we will help him correct those things if there is any issues with the movement we will try to balance in terms of any uh, imbalances in the strength and this helps both prevent because you know already this is your weakness yeah. and this is your strengths yeah so typically we work on a strengths we neglect our weak- weaknesses actually mm-hmm. that's where we come that's why this is your weakness this is where you you need to work on and we put them into ways where they can work on mm. slowly slowly what happens is over a period of time since along with your strength which you're building since your weakness also has become your strength now your capacity overall improves yeah 
so that's where your performance improves so you actually. double down on your strength yes you and double down on your strength hmm. and uh, we already found out the weaknesses so we're treating them so it also helps in reducing the incident of injuries or uh, um, prevent injuries i would say that hmm. so that is one step um, even before having injuries yeah. that's where we are focusing and uh, we're trying to meet uh, uh, particular members in the community and uh, Uh, educating them well, about this one for example uh, a coach who is handling a big running group mm. uh, because uh, like i said you need to reach every community mm-hmm. and you have to educate them first that this is what we need to do to prevent injuries mm-hmm. right uh, otherwise no one would know about this one yeah. right can injuries be prevent can my performance be enhanced how many of them know so uh, and and when we do this and when we uh, bring that community together yeah. i think uh, we'll be able to achieve what we'd want to do in terms of help uh, build a healthy community so you you guys have been doing sessions with the running groups yes which running groups have you uh, uh, for example grr is one group where we are formally good road runners, runners mm-hmm. where we are formally doing it mm-hmm. uh, this is we are uh, beating uh, their athletes and uh, uh gurleen uh, aroda right hmm. so and uh, we are assessing uh, something called movement assessment for them which is very very running specific and uh, we are trying to work on a preventive program even though it is at the early stages hmm. but uh, this is the future which i see going forward hmm. that uh, uh, provide the necessary support yeah. uh, uh, we we also treat uh, uh, athletes who are uh, um, national level international level players yeah. so we want to bring those things and give it to a, a recreational runner also basically yeah yes actually i was just going to mention that point because the pro athletes understand the importance of this because unka bread butter unki life hai unka sab kuch hai right they are committed to this now our our weekend warriors <laughs> our <laughs> regular guys actually i mean the more i think about it the more respect i have for for all of these guys uh, who let's say are doing a full time job and and bulk of the amateur athlete uh, community is like that right. they have a stressful full time job yes. they along with that they manage uh, their long distance running or whatever right. and then they f- pay for events and travel and everything right. Right. un sab ke liye kharcha nikalte hain time nikalte hain aur yes. uske baad they are out on the course doing all of this and they uh, make then then they spend on expensive gear and then massages and what not and उस सब के साथ में आप बता रहे हो कि उन्हें फिर फिजियो की भी जरूरत है एक और खर्चा आपको ये डालना है वाई शुड दे डू इट वट आर दे मिसिंग आउट और वट आर दे लाइकली टू मिस आउट सो वी शुड सी इट लाइक दिस एक्चुअली सी दैट इज वेयर एजुकेशन कम्स इन टू प्ले एक्चुअली राइट सो नाउ हु नीड्स ऑल दो थिंग्स uh not necessarily every runner needs all those massages uh, and maintenance and all those things hmm. the thing is uh suppose as an athlete you're supposed to uh, be moving around throughout the day for example mm-hmm. secondly you have to sleep this many hours you have to do this kind of you have to eat this kind of food yeah. tell me how many people are doing that so mm-hmm. mostly uh they just do the training part yeah they miss other parts actually mm. so like i said just a training would not help you to be fit actually yeah, such an important point right yeah. so uh for example uh typically we can cal- see how education helps here mm. uh typically uh you measure your load by something called weekly mileage right yeah 
so there's a group of runners and you've been given you should run about uh, 60 kilometers weekly mileage week to week that varies week to week varies for example yeah. right mm-hmm. now there a group of 20 people right last night i didn't sleep well yeah my weekly mileage is 60 someone didn't take good nutrition yeah his weekly mileage is also 60 yeah um someone had a met- Uh, cycles menstrual cycles her weekly mileage is also 60 and someone's daughter was not well not well she didn't not, sleep yeah. Yeah. so her mileage or his mileage is also weekly 60 yeah. right now uh, where we educate the athletes it's for example you also use something called rate of perceived exertion rpe rpe mm. right in terms of how you're feeling that day yeah that also should determine whether this week is going to be my 60 or 40 or 80 that's why we gets in the uh, that's that's where it gets a little muddy because how you're feeling yes. is, is is not a very like if you go by your feelings you right. will never go to the gym or never <laughs> head out for a run if you listen to you the way you feel right okay so, see I mean, that i understand what you're saying yeah the the, fe- the feeling point i'll put this one see if you're feeling very good daily that means you're you're not training Uh, if you feeling very bad daily yeah. that means you are really over training yeah so feeling should be mixed between yes i'm feeling good some days but i'm feeling little sore some days yeah. that's a good feeling to have mm. so you can't feel good daily <laughs> that's a scale to measure yeah. i mean feeling okay daily that means you're not training you yeah. know no, but i'm saying but i'm saying Enough. just just heading out of the door is mm. difficult for pretty much everyone i mean even the greatest of athletes do mention in their books and all of that that right. that like for some somebody like david goggins also says that he okay. also stares at his at his shoes every day for right. good half an hour before heading out <laughs> so, as so, humans yeah. we are lazy yeah yeah yes. yeah absolutely sorry yes. i i uh, diverted there yeah. but yeah yeah so mm. see mm. as a humans like i said mm. you would want to do you, it you in the to... easiest possible way actually and you yeah you, so whatever your mileage has been given you should not take that as a prescription yes. and also take into account the way you're feeling like right. build that into uh, your efforts definitely definitely yeah. right so uh, we discussed already that 80% of the injuries happen because of training errors yeah right uh, one way to uh, take care of this is training error for example uh see someone who has who has an injury right and he is coming back to running again or for some reason you went for a holiday you stopped running for a month one of the simple thing is that we advise is mm-hmm. that after you come back either you recovering from an injury then your physio will guide you how to go over it or you come back from a trip after 4 weeks you just start walking yeah all runners i don't know what they feel about walking you know what <laughs> walking is one of the important recovery tool mm. i'd say you should start with running you should start your run with a walk mm. and you should end your run with a walk actually mm. one is a warm up and one is a recovery mm. walk is one important tool uh, for some reason we under undervalue those thi- those things how long would you say uh, pre and post 10 minutes uh, uh, you start with 5 to 8 minutes of walk mm. pre Yeah. and then convert into brisk and then start running actually this is a warm up right mm. see see a lot of people do fancy warm ups but for a runner i feel that if you walk about 10 minutes that's an excellent warm up mm. along with that you can do some stretches for sure yeah 
yeah dynamic stretches maybe. whatever it is mm. but you don't undersee the importance of walking here yeah. actually now when you wake up because you're stressful day in the office you're sitting for 10 hours whatever it is when you walk your body gets loosened up mm. your heart is slowly warming up yeah and you also feeling good as you walk So the feel good the first thing is the feel good factor yeah you feel good uh, i i i say whenever someone is coming here with physical therapy also you want to make them first feel good with their problem problem can't be solved in one or two days mm. feel good is very 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 important thing mm. so when you start you run with a walk it's a feel good factor and also it's slowly preparing your other areas right mm. like the heart the muscles all those things then you're into run actually the last thing is post run don't go sit in a, a cafe or i don't know I means and then bar yeah or wherever it is. <laughs> and then you finish off drastically going sitting there for 2 hours then you not recovered for the next day yeah so how about just walking long enough mm. and doing some stretches and preparing yourself for the drinking run. some water and yes see yeah. this is the basics when you don't follow basics mm. you're prone to injuries that's the thing you can mm. do any fancy stuff in the world yeah. but you'll miss out the basics mm. you're going to have injuries so how easy is to prevent injuries <laughs> but we don't like the easy way yeah. we we I, want to challenge ourselves yeah no i i have a friend uh, bene who's an elite athlete he plays mm-hmm. for india mm-hmm. uh, and he stayed injury free pretty much i mean he complains of this and that but but then he has a pretty awesome pre and post run routine right uh, and a lot of people uh, do so th- see that's the thing with the fundamentals and the basics yes a lot of the problems are solved like right. even usain bolt right would not go out for a, he he would do the lunges and the squats and the all of that stuff that we do in yeah. strength training yeah, yeah. Uh, he would also uh, he would also exactly follow the uh, protocols that have been given for warm ups and cool downs 100% if it works for him it'll work for anybody for sure <laughs> see if you see any of the professional people yeah you see their warm ups mm. the way they do they will have a regime actually mm. and when it comes to strength training this is one important point i want to make if you're a really decent runner mm-hmm. right how many runners feel strength training is very important i don't know but if you are a decent runner and if you're not doing strength training your body will not be able to take this force especially your lower body yeah so again one more tip if you'd want to prevent injuries being a good runner mm. i strongly recommend that at least twice in a week yeah you should do some resistant training for the lower body mm. so they can produce more collagen collagen it's you it can produce collagen and it it builds the strength of bones builds the strength of tendons see most of the injuries they called tendonitis have you heard of them it yeah. band syndrome knee yeah. pain they're all tendonitis bursitis or the it says that the capacity of the structure is not able to take that running this thing mm. right running is a plyometric activity mm-hmm. when you walk how do you differentiate between walking and running is when you walk at any point of time one of the feet is on the ground yeah. when you run at one point of time both okay. the feet is in the air yeah. that means you're jumping actually it's a plyometric activity for the lower limb mm-hmm. a plyometric puts lot of load on the tendons mm. because they break the tendons more mm. that is why 
training alternate days is very very important where you train one day and give enough rest for the other day so that you can recover those tendons collagen when you are especially training hard mm. or you do recovery strategies so that you can recover enough even if you are training for four days five days you recover enough so that you can maintain those training levels mm. so that recovery could be a massage a physio session a ice bath um, it could But be what do you what, what would you suggest for someone who uh, a lot of the people in my community yes. uh, train for ultras yes so and and lot of us even have twice a day workouts right like, right yes so uh, and and as far as rest days are concerned i believe they'll they'll, they'll be at best one rest day yeah. in the week yes and nothing else yes how would you suggest recovery for those right okay fine apart from the basics yeah, like proper amount of sleep let's and go over the right basics nutrition. also yes okay mm-hmm. see uh again training volume uh depends on lot of things uh definitely age and how you other other factors are there we'll leave them out but we'll focus on the important things actually mm. so when you train at certain volume obviously uh it is it should be little above your capacity not really too much beyond your capacity mm. for example if i'm doing a strength training and training regularly on a regular training it is good to keep it little easy and little long distance rather than really harsh mm. when you're training regularly yeah but it when when it comes to close to your running event actually you can't do the same amount of training in the gym and do same amount of running also mm-hmm. there's something called volume management mm-hmm. you have to cut down on one volume so that you can increase the other volume actually mm. right so one is load management mm. if you manage the load you know that how much is your capacity then you know that how much is your body healing depends on your age and lot of other factors mm-hmm. right now coming into active recovery process definitely warm up and post run cool down which could, which could be just a walk for 15 15 minutes or 10 minutes yeah. uh is is very very important that's the basics okay along with that you had good amount of fluid intake because you'd want to flush out those lactic acid thing mm-hmm. and also a good nutrition for recovery right yeah. mm, uh, uh, usually a protein drink before run would not be that much beneficial but we we'll leave it to them but a recovery drink post at the end of the day post, is very yeah. very important so that yeah. you recover and you had really a good night sleep this is helping you to recover sorry uh, along, uh, yes. before we leave the thread uh, lactic acid clear karne ke liye yes what's the best uh, strategy is is it to consume more and more electrolytes or uh, 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 like when you do you uh, you use an interesting word which is flush it out yes how do you flush it out see flush it out is typically there's something called active recovery that mm-hmm. means you're training regularly little bit you've done something the next day so that you can recover faster but along with other passive methods where definitely to remove the lactate from the body one definitely you need to take good amount of hydration fluids fluids mm-hmm. not necessarily it is uh, 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 electrolytes mm-hmm. uh, electrolytes should be compensating for the loss which you had it depends on the weather you are running and all those things if you right. really heavy hot weather yeah. maybe you compensate more with the electrolytes actually mm-hmm. right secondly lactic acid acid will leave the system little faster uh, if you if you do something called a cold bath actually suppose you had a hard training day mm-hmm. you had a cold bath or a cold dip of your feet in the bucket of water mm-hmm. that will also remove the lactate from the 
uh calf muscles actually and that so okay so that, that, that's that, a recovery thing right so so that also flushes out the lactate yes yes when that's you do when you do cold bath that also helping in uh, reducing so the say, lactate uh, i mean not not uh, all of us have access to a cold uh, like a, an ice bath yes but uh, uh, everybody can get an ice bucket like yes. balti mein baraf aur thanda pani daal see runners the feet and the calf yeah. the calf is the second heart actually most important areas <laughs> <laughs> so Uh, uh when you really had a heavy day run day a uh, simple dip in a ice in a tub of uh, bucket of ice water would be good enough again lot of people have different strategies which one suits you best you can do that sure uh a gentle uh, even elevating your legs while you're lying down and putting a pillow will also help you drain the lactate how long do you suggest fast. people do that uh, suppose you're watching a tv you mm-hmm. put your legs up and keep watching a tv for an half an hour one hour that will also help it not be re- really a sp- special task actually what you else? can continue doing them while Why you are there throughout else? the day right throughout the day what else and uh, uh, rolling is one way to do uh, active recovery mm-hmm. you just roll the muscles and then you remove the flush the lactate out of it a um, gentle massage is also beneficial i don't know how many people have something called massage guns with mm. them that also helps you in recovery they, they, useful, yes, you yes. They, yes they are useful yes yes they are useful there are quite a few ads that everybody sees these no days. they are useful they have they have shown to help you in recovery this mm-hmm. are scientific studies where they help you in uh, recovery actually okay. post run uh, you, you can use massage and guns would you recover. say uh, uh, in in delhi because delhi and gurgaon get pretty cold in the winter yes. so november onwards yeah. the the Uh, the temperature of the water that you get through the shower will be pretty cold do yes. you think that has a similar effect is that uh, on re- recovery as an ice bath uh, see uh, the thing is your body temperature will always be constant whether it is summer winter that is called homeostasis yeah. your body has to be maintained in certain temperature yeah so uh, definitely that normal cold water is enough for for you to uh, recover actually oh that's nice uh, you need not put any ice cubes into it that's enough actually okay yeah i'll i'll say something is better than nothing actually mm, okay <laughs> so that that will be useful that be useful like i said active techniques mm. suppose you go for a walk also in the evening yeah. that is also called recovery i don't yeah. know how many of you them do cross training activities for so, example if so they cycle cross training is yes. a subject i want to discuss yes. Uh, yes so tell me first of all before we leave the recovery thread a uh, lot of my friends are training for a border uh, an ultra marathon at towards the end of the year right. uh, in jaisalmer a 100 mile run right uh, jaisalmer to longewala uh, hell race a lot of my friends are training for that right including me yes <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what would you recommend like i have to get back to training first so i'm not right. asking my personal questions right. at the moment but let's say my friend ankush in gurgaon who trains regularly uh, and and he uh, is a morning runner and right. what what would you say uh, should be a s- split of strength training versus running and let's say assuming he is not doing any cross training right. so along with his runs what would you say how often he should get a massage right. how often he should see a physio right. how often uh, uh, he should be doing other forms of active recovery right okay say active recovery i'll tell first what all he can do hmm. uh you do strength training so hmm. that you can improve the capacity like i said your capacity is more your ability to recover is faster actually mm-hmm. so that way uh, improving your capacity with strength training at least twice in a week okay uh, really helps you 
you said he is an ultra so yeah. obviously his strength training two days he has to keep his volume down with running actually those days those two days those two days mm-hmm. actually that is that is one way to enhance the uh, strength of lower body and then uh, help in recovering faster mm-hmm. um again massage is really optional here mm-hmm. uh, so uh, once in a week it's it's really the, uh, Opti- a feel good wha- wha- factor would you say massage uh, is optional mm-hmm. it's just about feeling good is it it's- see it's it's like i said body mm-hmm. has the capacity to recover on its own mm-hmm. and each person responds differently mm-hmm. someone feels good with massage someone feels very sore after a massage so depends on the massage kind of thing but yes. my experience with this has been yes. that i uh, massage really really helps me recover pretty quickly like yes. every month yes. uh, uh, with let's say 30 uh, days of running right. 500 kilometers right. uh, in the legs you start feeling a lot of soreness right. and i have a massage right. and it feels like i've got new legs now that's right right like. yes i think see mm-hmm. massage there's again massage is also very technical there's something called recovery massage mm-hmm. right a recovery massage would never leave you sore post massage but something like a deep tissue would a uh, deep tissue is not a great idea to be done after long running this thing and mm. most of them i know uh, they get a deep tissue like yeah. press that area yeah, hard yeah exactly hard. that's what we no, think no no see that's that's where i said massage is very technical mm. uh and uh, what a lot kind of, people, of massage should we have uh, uh, we, we call it effulraj or if you just put the terminology in effulraj uh, uh, eff effulraj so it is just a stroking movements which drains your lactic acid which improves your circulation mm-hmm. and it's always started from the toes towards the knee towards the hip okay so you're, tra- you're helping to drain actually okay and you do some gentle maneuvers to loosen the muscles Okay. So it's a recovery thing. You're trying to bring that <laughs> it lactic sounds... acid. It is not painful session. It can't be a painful session. Okay. Oh, see, I, most when you, when you train, when you have stress points, all those releasing those stress points helps you. Yeah. But that I would not call a deep tissue massage as a recovery massage. Okay. You feel good. Mm. because there is a lot of stress in the muscles yeah but i think it is painful as uh, like, uh, the the one that you're talking about <laughs> sounds like fun <laughs> yes you should be sleeping at the end of that massage yeah. <laughs> not shouting and oh, that's interesting yes yeah. so that's, that's a recovery massage okay. and uh, i i've uh, some of, i was when should somebody get a deep tissue Okay. Or do uh, runners uh, right. need yes deep yes tissue. deep tissue is also very important okay now what is a deep tissue the muscles right when they work like this they can develop uh, something called trigger points or knots in them mm-hmm. right yeah. which is just because of training you mm-hmm. train so much you load yeah. them so much yeah. and they show some resistance yeah you start feeling them in your yes. legs yeah mm-hmm. and the muscles they show some resistance yeah. by by they, they they slide together and sit in a place and mm-hmm. form like a nodule actually really is like yes that? yes now you'd want to disturb them a little bit tell okay. them ready for work actually nice. so you go deep and touch those points relax them mm. maybe once in a week once in a month not i we could be too much I, i'll say once in a month is a good thing for a deep for, tissue for a deep tissue ha once in a week i think it's and, too much and a recovery massage a recovery massage can be done like i said if you're a professional athlete they might be doing almost Daily. every second day every okay. every day actually at least so for amateur you know, ones uh, for uh, an amateur once in a week is a good thing and okay. it should help them drain those fluids help them relax mm-hmm. and uh, again um, sometimes you 
you have you you do, you tend to do some training errors mm. right mm. so because of training errors your muscles are knotted so mm. that's why you feel good with uh, deep yeah. tissue massage Got it. but unfortunately it also strains them at the same time mm. so you can't call them a recovery okay. you need to change the name okay right so recovery massage is one where it drains your lactic acid faster and helps you to train the next day got it right so yeah. it enhances your capability to recover faster yeah right for example rolling mm. a gentle rolling is enough if you do too harsh rolling and pain too much mm. i'll call i'll not call that as a recovery mm. right you're trying to ease out the stiff muscles fair that's where the gun helps if you put it at a point the vibrating gun yeah. it loosens up the muscles helps you in improving the circulation yeah. and then helps in draining that's why we see it it shakes the muscles sure. with those vibrators so they all uh, methods of uh, recovering actually fair enough and you do all these things only after you do the basics yeah <laughs> such an important point yes. exactly nothing will work if the basics are ah, not in place that's what we try to do yeah that's what we try to do that's, that's what we try to do wonderful sir there are uh, quite a few things i am little worried about your time because you have to leave for appointments uh, i but i want to cover a couple of things sure. uh, quickly let's t- touch upon the uh, cross training bit right what i have so uh, so cross training just makes sense like this intuitively it makes sense aap ye right. sport khelte aa rahe ho right. you are straining certain muscles right. if you play another sport right. uh, which uses different muscles yes. muscle groups and right. you know it's, it's a little less uh, stress on the body and Definitely. it helps you recover because usko rest mil gaya sure. so that's active form of recovery right but what i've also heard is and may and this could be load dependent i don't know right. but uh, people um, say that uh, some experts say that with cross training your central nervous system does not fully recover mm-hmm. uh, rest it does not replace something like a rest day mm-hmm. so when when your body is stressed from let's say heavy training load right. it may even be a good idea for you to just take a rest day rather than cross train because the nervous system takes longer to recover right okay so it's it's how we should understand cross training actually in terms of cross training can be used to recover mm-hmm. or to enhance okay for example a runner who is doing a little bit of strength training mm-hmm. you can include that also as a part of cross training actually okay yeah right. sure yeah it so doesn't have to be cycling ah, swimming it not necessarily has to be this thing Even but yoga. suppose suppose mm-hmm. if you're a runner mm-hmm. and you do cycling along with it to complement it mm-hmm. so you help in recovery that mm-hmm. is a cross training okay. right because you're not loading the lower body yeah. like i said it's a plyometric activity when you run yeah that's why this in a triathlete running cycling and swimming is an excellent combination mm. is swimming your body is floating buoyancy and yeah. you're mo- working more of your upper body even the lower body use swimmers use more upper body yeah now you come to cycling again it's for the heart cardiovascular endurance yeah. but what you're doing is non impact activity yeah. and when you come come to running yeah. high impact yeah everything is stress here so yeah. that's a good combination yeah it is so it is uh, again you can call that as also a cross training it's mm. about the volume mm. it's about the volume the volume and the intensity and the intensity yeah right so they bo- all based on your capacity mm. your volume is different my volume is different your intensity is different my intensity is different exactly that is why all this decisions is based on the capacity and it is very very individual But that's what what individual. suits you mm. might not suit me correct correct, correct. because we it's a difference yeah. fit <laughs> so when you said listening to your body or tuning in yeah 
can you tell us how to build that agency within yourself hmm. to be more self aware and pay more attention to all these signals because right. endurance athletes in particular right. are trained we train our brains to endure right, right? right. running hai dard hai like, like when somebody starts running and they'll they'll, uh, they'll tell me right. oh i went for a run yesterday and i have a pain here right. like yeah dude like, there will be pains and aches <laughs> like all kinds for a while please stick to it for some time you know what i tell slow. them you know what i tell them you, you don't want scars go don't go for a walk <laughs> so if true. you don't want pain yeah. don't run just sit at home yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so so what i'm trying to ask you is yeah we train ourselves to stay away from uh, f- that noise that tells you there is pain right. maybe you need to quit right. so we we override that all the time yeah. how do we distinguish between uh, pain and injury right. and how do we train our body to maybe listen how do we train ourselves to listen to our body better especially after the activity is over right because hum log na bahut sare ke sare as you, right. you, you i'm pretty sure you know this and you're exposed right. to so many people right. so many athletes right all of us are carrying niggles with us all right. the time right and right. we are like ignoring it chalta 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 right right yeah sure right okay i want to differentiate here between an injury mm-hmm. and a, a a pain a sweet pain actually right mm-hmm. um obviously this is a very technical uh, question but i'd like to put it the way uh, i'll simplify it uh, a pain level there's a score pain 0 1 2 3 10 being the severe pain actually right mm-hmm. so uh, it's it's like if something is painful and it is increasing progressively over a period of time mm-hmm. i think you're injured then it needs to be checked with the right person actually okay a problem which is progressively getting worse then you're injured okay. secondly not every time the pain is the only thing which tells you that you're injured your performance is slowly dipping over a period of time interesting yes okay. you been running at certain distance with certain heart rate right and uh, you been again rate of passive ex- ex- exertion and or timing for runner you will yeah. be able to complete that in this timing actually yeah. but slowly you see that you stuck to that timing you can't improve anymore mm. or your train timing is slowly getting little mm. more and more as you this thing that could uh, be a sign of what that could be also a sign of hitting the roof or you have a niggle actually mm. like body as the ability to compensate anything yeah right if this route is difficult you take the f- other route yeah. which is little farther away from this route actually yeah. so you always burning more to do the same task actually correct at any point so of time so then it leads to it may be leading to inefficiencies which yeah, are causing that's why we said the performance is dipping down mm. actually so that also you need to treat it like an injury yeah right sometimes not the pain your performance mm. is dipping so you just need to make sure that uh, you are addressing that problem also mm. yeah. and and i i i think this is the thing and about awareness mm. again it's very very technical but i'll put it after training if you don't feel nothing actually that means you're really not pushing yourself enough mm. right and in a week's time so what should one feel what's the see, right thing to like, feel like like i said see this is more of a feeling i yeah. told you that you should feel good, good. few days and but pushed okay. little pushed few yeah, days yeah i think i think i heard it on uh, some podcast where one of the coaches was actually saying that you're supposed to feel different things in different uh, right. phases of training so right. you're supposed to feel great 
right. 30% of the time okay a third of the time right and you're supposed to feel crappy right. a third of the time right. and you're supposed to feel okay a third right. of the time right. so something like that it's something like that see yeah. this is mostly feeling based but like mm. i given the other things also mm. you have to differentiate between injury where mm. you have a pain and it is increasing day by day progressively mm. or you don't have pain yeah but your capacity to do that thing is going down day by day right. even though you're training enough. Fair enough that was also an injury yeah yeah yeah, yeah so I think, you don't make another sign of pro- pro- so the, these are super important i think in uh, especially the sign of progress or the lack of it yes. is actually how you feel at the end of it right. like you could be let's say uh, at one point i crushed a 10k right. and and i'm feeling like like i it reminds me of a, of a friend who did his first ever half marathon huh. in training with us we finished at cannot place and okay. uh, went for a beer after that we started right <laughs> after that so i because i'm a runner i run half marathons all the time it was right. no big deal uh, but it was his first so he's like how are you able to drink a beer i can't even drink a sip of water right. like he said i'm struggling to sit here all because right. it was such an effort right. so the more you do that right. uh, and and he now does half marathons and, right. and feels okay right. so as the body adapts more so you know how you feel at the end of it also right. determines uh, definitely like. definitely that's one important point yeah. see the thing is uh, uh, always train slowly and be consistent mm-hmm. inconsistency is not good mm. injury da- makes you makes That's that happen injury it pushes you back it pushes you back mm. suppose you are off for some time definitely when you come back start with the basics yeah because mental memory ah oh, you hit a 10k yes before one month yeah but body's capacity has gone down oh, actually no. mind remembers at the 10k yeah. but body doesn't actually mm. so that's where you have to condition yeah so you walk there's something called collagen in the body this is the one which uh, is there in the bones tendons muscles actually mm-hmm. you should activate them by giving little stimulation that little stimulation is walking actually when you activate them like i said a person can lift 500 kg also if he just does it progressively over a period of time mm. that's why uh, this progressively matters a lot yeah right secondly i said along with your weekly mileage you also have rate of passive exertion yeah that you should training is very very individually based actually mm. we are not professional runners we are here where no one is guiding us how, how how what i did professional runners are throughout the day they are into that they have a coach they have a physio everyone is guiding them actually yeah. now you are on your own and definitely you should decide how you feel based on that day mm-hmm. and like like even in our uh, calendar we write uh, 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 green orange and red actually right. suppose you come to me as you want to treat some problem mm. if uh, in front of your name there is a green that mm. means you are recovering well oh okay okay mm. so that's what the queue i told my this uh, team to uh, keep a track on if someone is an orange i say he is not recovering well okay. okay okay but maybe some intervention got it if someone is red no something is happening with him so even with your body you should have something to note that ki mera body mein acha chal raha hai right so i'm training well i'm eating well somewhere you should be aware of your this thing so too much awareness really spoils you yeah. you can't be super aware mm. right so that level over a period of time i see running is a community that's where meeting people talking to them understanding them all really helps actually you're not running there on your own yeah you need to talk to experienced people and get some knowledge from them 
True. Education. That's most important thing actually, right? So the more they talk to people, get educated, I think they should understand how their body is telling. Then they should be able to understand better actually, right? Yeah. I think these are the few things where that will really help them to decide how to go about it how much to do it yeah and all depends on your goals also what you want to achieve True. no no I, i know a lot of ambitious people in the running community in fact all these amateur athlete communities have are full of really ambitious people right. who want to do the bigger and bigger distances tougher and tougher races right. all of that right um before we leave this thread of uh, pain that we talked about um does your education with your patients uh, also involve the connection uh, the neural connections uh, that side of uh, this this whole equation like some people who come to you with 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 pain okay uh, might even report something like the pain is exagger- exaggerated on the days that they are stressed right um, do you also educate them on stuff like uh, you know when you're stressed your stress hormones cortisol and all of those are high right, right. and they then right. influence the uh, inflammatory markers <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes. those cytokines are released in your blood blood streams yes, and they yes. they exaggerate and make make certain nerve endings more sensitive right. uh, and cause like cause the perception of pain more right right uh, yes so d- d- or does does nobody care about that see uh it is very important that we educate this one also we do that very uh, sometimes very often actually right mm. so pain has three components uh whenever there is an injury there is a chemical component when tissues break there is certain chemicals released actually which irritate the nerve and tell you that there is a damage mm. right there is a tissue damage yeah right so this is chemical nature right physically there are certain changes happening actually mm-hmm. and there's also a psychological component of pain so the pain is perceived mm. in the brain actually yeah right so the perception also plays they all play about 33 33 33% known factors actually yeah. okay so now if the damage is this much your perception is this much which mm. is too much actually mm. then there's a difference between the perce- damage and the perceived pain actually mm. since there is a psychological component to the pain mm. suppose uh, uh, i take a stick and hit someone of same age Um, and everything same but different two people mm. one might perceive some pain the other might perceive a different pain some people you hit uh, in your classrooms you are seen some people can show their hand and teachers are hitting them yeah. and they they are not in pain uh, the tolerance the yeah. tolerance comes from the mental aspect of it mm. physically is the same stress is the same scale yeah. <laughs> teacher didn't change the scale actually yeah. so this as an important component and clinically when we talk to someone and we can't match these things we also talk to them about this uh, uh, psychological or mental aspect of pain actually mm-hmm. where mm, this is what it is for example the typical example which i give them is we have this uh, um fire uh, 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 sensors actually right mm-hmm. they start ringing sometime without even there is fire actually Mm. so human body is complex sometimes pain can be just a little malfunction of some of the mm. uh equipments in the body mm. that can sensitize them to this pain actually yeah so when we see that there is no actual tissue damage mm-hmm. uh and there is no signs of injury mm-hmm. swelling yeah. uh, pain all those things and functionally we see that it is not stopping from the many thing mm. so we educate them on this one 
and we help them recover uh, so when you from educate uh, are, people, are you able to are you able to change people's perceptions of pain so yes we have done uh, and uh, 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 is if, there anything that can enhance pain tolerance no I means i think uh, it's it's uh, pain tolerance is personality i'll put it like that mm. okay so if uh, you're tolerating too much of pain mm-hmm. which is bad yeah people damage themselves because they have been tolerating sure, pain sure it's not it's not it, always helpful for yes. sure but so, but i i, I <laughs> so because i am this this person that you're talking about which right. is tolerate too much no. and maybe even end up damaging myself right I, at the same time i also have inside my own house uh, the exact opposite of this which is my wife whose pain right. tolerance is like very little right. and she would want to pop in a painkiller at right. the smallest of things right. which is something you know very uh, very uncharacteristic for me right. or or all the endurance athletes I'm pretty sure yeah that's the personality so, which is I'm asking yeah. is there anything is it just a personality type or it's a, it's a personality you just type. accept it or is there can you work on that pain See, tolerance since there is this psychological component of pain or mental component of pain is perceived in the brain mm. right so the perception is different from people to people actually so if that component perceived pain is more than the damage mm. then there is a problem okay if you perceive less than the damage then the also there is a problem actually okay. so both ways you have to be little aware of the thing education no, education to education to some extent can is there, help is there specific uh, things that you tell these guys to uh, b- like of course what i would say i'm not an expert yeah, what i would yeah. say is tolerate it yeah it's all right it's okay <laughs> you can handle it right <laughs> what's a be- what's a better version of it what's a doctor's version so of what, it so what see what we do is we really try to understand where the pain is coming from you gave one example which is that your sensor is probably just right. uh, right. overblowing it yeah yeah mm. but but primarily see mm. when someone is coming in pain right it could be an actual pain because of the tissue damage yeah. or it could be a perceived pain because there is no damage actually yeah. right yeah. so now uh listening to them is the first thing which which yeah. someone can solve that means he is listening okay. right once he understood what is the component right mm-hmm. then i can differentiate whether it is because of actual tissue damage okay. which with therapy we can heal sure. or it is a perceived pain which is more than a tissue damage mm-hmm. where a little bit of counseling to some extent can mm-hmm. helps counseling. and then we counsel them and tell them see sure. uh, this this is not stopping you from doing anything yeah. so just continue to do that if the pain increases we'll see and uh, we have helped uh, people mm. uh, uh, to some extent okay. uh, where the perceived pain is too much actually mm. yeah we can help <laughs> <laughs> sir i have uh, way too many questions but way too little time um i will plan to let you go pretty soon <laughs> with this last couple of questions sure. uh, but, but but all of these are very 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 important all right tell me about uh, sciatica sciatica or so many people pronounce everybody pronounces it right. uh, pronounces yes. it differently sciatica. but however it is pronounced right. you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah, sciatica yeah. nerve my wife recently developed that problem right. and we it was the first time i heard about it and, and she heard about it right. but uh, but jisse bhi humne baat ki everybody seems to know about it and right. everybody seems to have uh, that issue uh, tell me just just tell, tell us why that pain happens what is it uh, the matlab uh, what may have caused it and what can we do like is there anything that can be done right uh, it's it's sciatica mm-hmm. so it's uh, uh, pressure on one of the nerves mm-hmm. which is starting from the back and going down to the 
feet actually so if there is any pressure on that nerve because of various reasons you develop pain actually mm-hmm. right so the pressure can be because of something called slip disc where your disc has come out and it's putting pressure on the nerve because from the spine the nerve comes out and it's very close to the disc actually this is one of the commonest commonest reason why you develop sciatica mm-hmm. a slip disc right so if the slip disc is the reason that means a weak disc has slipped out of his place and it's putting pressure on the nerve with some uh, 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 medications rest cold packs or hot packs and with right exercises intervention we can slowly get them better actually right but so, does that make them feel better or does that fix the problem no we're fixing the problem we're okay. fixing the problem means we're taking uh, the pressure off the nerve okay right by healing the discs okay and we make them do certain exercises where the mechanical pressure reduces inside the disc hmm. we tell them what to do what not to do like i said education is going to be an important part of any treatment or healing actually sure so i'll say that in the initial days what you should do what you should not do hmm. is 50% of the treatment okay yes suppose someone had an acute slip disc he's in a lot of pain you know what you want to tell them you have a slip disc and this is what you should do this is what you should not do and this will heal 3 weeks it will take 3 weeks now if you know this information you already you are feeling better actually yeah the unknown is the devil actually once mm-hmm. you know that you're little better actually this sciatica ever heal completely yeah see you you damage various areas in the body mm-hmm. but functionally you can be 100 110% actually Okay. You understood? So, uh see our body is 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 not dependent on only one structure. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of the body actually, right? So, you can always compensate for that loss. That loss is a loss. Okay. Right. A disc damage, disc is like an egg. Mm. Once you break the yolk, mm. you can't make it a Once oh, you break the shell, ha, uh, one mm. yolk. Once the, you break the yolk mm-hmm. inside it, the discus and yolk and a white ring around it actually okay. imagine mm. like an okay. egg actually sure so isme half boil kabhi ban nahi sakta only omelet you can make <laughs> so once you break the disc sorry mm. uh, once you break the disc it is broken mm. its capacity from 100% has come down to for example let's say 60% mm-hmm. now it is very difficult to enhance the capacity of the disc because it's broken mm-hmm. but you enhance your own capacity like you strengthen the muscles around the spine uh and then uh, you can improve the capacity of the body actually okay now you need so to that heal depends, that bro puts less and less pressure on that on area on that area mm. right and okay. someone else takes little more pressure actually mm-hmm. and you also but for, for that you have to make that area strong enough to yes. take its own load as well as the load definitely of the... see we we don't we are not working in our under cap, 100% capacity all the time mm-hmm. right we might be utilizing 40% capacity on day to day basis sure so a broken disc with 60% capacity also can serve your day mm. but it will give problems when you went for a trip long trip mm. when you did a long run when you lifted a heavy weight only then the pain comes back actually mm. now that capacity which has gone from 100 to 60 enhance that capacity from 60 to 80 90 mm-hmm. then all your work which involves going for a long trip sure. long drive everything comes within 70 mm-hmm. the problem is after the broken disc mm-hmm. if your capacity is still there mm-hmm. that's half of the reason why you get problem again and again mm-hmm. right okay. 
Yeah. Yes. So um, fabulous. Thank you for that. Yes. Um, we'll we'll come over and get her checked. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Um, please tell me. Back seems to be the biggest issue in the whole wide world. Right. Everybody, all ages have right. back issues. Right. Please tell us some of the habits that we have that we should stop immediately. No questions asked. Right. Like immediately. Right. I, simple things. I think. Uh, the whole world knows this one but i still like to just put this if i can just put it like this so so uh, the spine is one of the mobile structure mm-hmm. right and uh, the spine is a series of bones which is separated by something called as a disc actually mm-hmm. okay so the disc uh, like i told you earlier imagine like an egg mm-hmm. which is there sitting it has a ball bearing in the middle and a wide structure surrounding actually these discs are the ones which helps you in mobility it helps you move your neck up and down rotate it all those things right okay. and also they work like shock absorbers okay right um fortunately the discs don't have or unfortunately the discs don't have very good blood supply their blood supply comes when uh, it is like a ink filler if you press the uh, ink filler only then it can absorb and press and leave it only then it can absorb the ink inside actually okay. the same way when the discs are compressed and released only then they can take in nutrition mm. so if you, movement if you're moving around your discs are going to be healthy mm. but what has happened now we are into a sitting job yeah. where we sit for 8 and 10 hours and the disc is in a compressed state mm. now with a compressed state neither the fluid is going in nor it is coming out mm. that means your disc is devoid of both nutrients, nutrients mm. oxygen mm. so over a period of time the discs are slowly slowly degenerating imagine a kid who is not fed well for 10 years or 2 yeah. years for that matter yeah. he is gone weak over a period of time yeah. that's why a simplest of activity just bending mm. and picking up pencil can break your disc Oof. so what we need to do is number 1 be active as much as possible that play some sport or some physical uh, activity even before that whichever that you like even before that mm-hmm. you have to have an active day lifestyle that means your work also should be active mm-hmm. if you're sitting for half an hour after that you get up move around come back and sit down so you'd say half cuz i've heard every hour you should probably wake up yes. get up for 5 yes. minutes is that sufficient do you think that's good half that's, an hour? that's good enough actually mm-hmm. right half no 45 minutes they so say that I'm one hour is a good time to be starting some corporate on my computer every yes. hour i've set an alarm on my thing yes. uh, or my phone or my watch right and it prompts me to get up from from my chair what do i do you just need to get up for a second just get up and get up and sit down immediately or do a stretch even if you can't get up just do a simple stretch just getting sure that, up and yeah. maybe doing a stretch is is enough for your suppose to, in case if you're not able to get up even okay. a simple stretch like that mm-hmm. stretching your spine towards the ceiling mm-hmm. would help you ease out the spine okay and uh, that's why standing discs are Mm. into now actually so where yeah. you stand and work actually yeah. Yeah. right now uh, throughout the day whatever work you're doing make it a little more active mm. where the movement can be incorporated yes. in your day take your phone and walk mm. and talk uh get up and move around yeah. uh, uh sit on a stand and work all those things this is to take the stress of the disc actually yeah. the next thing is enhance the capacity of the discs how can you do that by being physically fit yeah. all right so you play a sport mm-hmm. 
you sh- you do run because when you run the disc is compressing relaxing compressing relaxing thousand times mm. in a 1 km distance mm. so see the amount of nutrition it is getting mm. so that is why physically being fit is the best medicine for any chronic diseases we almost are following a western lifestyle actually now slowly slowly mm. but we need to learn this important thing in western or in us for this matter 6 out of 10 people have chronic issues mm. chronic lifestyle disease issues yeah. which could be heart disease all those things and in that at least four of them have one or two more diseases yeah so that slowly you can see that that is coming here actually yeah. because we are adapting that lifestyle yeah anyway we can learn from them also mm. right they're working towards their fitness yeah. but after they have suffered <laughs> but why don't we do that even before yeah. we suffer actually yeah, yeah. so moving is the medicine actually we, movement does does sitting on ground help again mix and match no one thing is is okay. good actually we've just got gotten rid of sofas from our new house that we moved into <laughs> there are no sofas even the dining table we cut cut the legs and made it shorter and you just sit on ground and eat your meals i leave that <laughs> feeling <laughs> it's a feeling but yeah. see with again yeah, uh, yeah it's okay means mm. see you you need to be active that's mm. what the message is sure yeah okay yeah. wonderful sir this uh, sounds great uh, we've not been able to talk about your own personal journey at all but that's not something that i want to discuss quickly that's something that i want no. to go deeper into yeah, and ask yeah, more questions okay. <laughs> maybe another podcast for another yeah. time yeah it's okay we have missed mm. the, the least important thing actually my personal journey <laughs> no no it matters a lot uh, okay is the most important most uh, interesting part of my conversation uh, right okay okay we yeah. will do that um yes. i think the best you? thing is to have one more you know what Huh. now i know how eaters they can talk yeah. i'm really enjoying see, this i'm really enjoying this i'm <laughs> so glad you said that because it's already been an hour and 30 minutes don't tell me it feels like 2 minutes i can sit like this for next 5 hours see <laughs> but but every every half an hour we'll stand up and, and yes, stretch yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this is interesting you know what this hmm. is my first time doing it Uh-huh. now i looks like i'm little addicted to this film excellent thank you for thank you so much so there you go um, i'm glad i started you off on this yeah. and uh, and there's so much more to discuss so i i don't mind having you back for sure sure uh, definitely so let's think, let's do I a round think, two sometime sure definitely um, yes in and and go deeper into some of the subjects and right. your own personal life sure um yeah so i think uh, now that you have to leave uh, i can only thank you for your time it's been a pleasure and like you like you said uh, the time has just flown by right uh, i really love the conversation right thank you so much i think uh, i loved uh, this one mm-hmm. and I, i think it depends on whom you're talking to you're so receptive yeah. and you took that i i'm very happy about it and uh, excellent all the best means a lot sir right. thank you thank you so much thank you for staying with us till the end i really hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did please consider subscribing and also sharing it with your friends and family If you have a takeaway or a learning from this episode or it made you feel a certain way you can leave us a comment or a review this is a zero cost way of supporting the podcast i really hope you will do it also it is now a weekly podcast so you can look forward to an episode every friday 
If you subscribe, you will get a notification when a new episode is released. So do it now. See you in the next episode next Friday. Until then, my friends, keep working on finding your ultra. Thank you.